Welcome to the Fifth Estate. They bring you the story. We bring you the truth. The Fifth Estate is the news behind the headlines, holding those in power in check. And now, with the real story, here's Cameron Blewett. Good evening, Australia, and thank you for joining me here on this new episode of the Fifth Estate Podcast. Now, it has been a while since I recorded one and I thought uh, now's a good time as any, uh, getting over a bit of a croaky uh, croaky throat, so that's been my excuse for, for you know, not recording one. Uh, and may get a bit hoarse and croaky while I'm going on through here, while we're having a chat today. But anyway, I will uh, do my best and soldier on. So what am I going to talk about today? Um, just let me get my notes that I've put somewhere else. Anyway, um, yeah, first off, I think I'm going to have a bit of a rant about Victoria Police. Uh, I think it's a long time coming. Uh, I think that they're, they're due. Um, more of us should be uh, ranting about them and opposing what they do. I'm uh, going to have a little bit of a, of a discussion about the pandemic uh, declaration and the avoidance of uh, any mandates and I want to have a chat about um, a, what would you call her, infamous uh, vegan activist, um, Tash Pearson or something like that uh, and all that sort of stuff. So uh, we'll, we'll do that as we get along. So anyway... Uh, first of all, I'm going to rant about Victoria Police. Now, it's it's interesting. Um, there was something that came out a couple of days ago. Oh, who was it? By Abi Yemeni. Uh, when was that? Oh, no, Rebel News was on today. Um, Andrew Bolt, so that's probably last night. Uh, but anyway, um, he's finally got, when did he get that? Dated 22nd, 7th of June, so probably would have taken a week to get there and all that sort of stuff. Um, an apology from Victoria Police uh, for three wrongful arrests of RV Yemeni. Uh, 26th of January 2020, 5th of September 2020 and 26th of January 2021. Uh, so... Yeah, he's been wrongfully arrested or they've admitted that he's been wrongfully arrested on three occasions and so they've said, you know, written a nice little uh, letter apologising. Victoria Police sincerely apologises for the hurt and embarrassment suffered by Mr Yemeni on 26 blah, 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 blah and as a consequence of the arrest and subsequent detention. Now, I think that's unacceptable. Uh, as, you know, as I've ranted before in, in uh, previous uh, podcast. I think that we need, uh, as residents in Victoria, we need something or someone or a way to protect ourselves from the police. Now they've been militarized, they and politicized. Uh, they are essentially a law unto themselves uh, because who's going to push back against them? You can't. So they just do whatever they want. Uh, however they want it, and yet, oh, but hey, we've got human rights. Well, that only matters if you've got the ability to fight them in court. Now, this went all the way to the Supreme Court um, for that. So, yeah, it's it, it's been heavily politicised under the Andrews regime. Uh, as I've said, I've ranted about it in um, previous 
posts on Twitter. I think anyone above the rank of commander, I think, uh, needs to go. Um, hang on, structure. Um, because, yeah, it's it, it's gone. Um, you know, there's too much uh, that have, have been allowed to to get in there. So oh, I don't want to see that. I want to see ranks. Um, organization structure. Yeah. Um, check out Wikipedia. That's normally got good stuff. Um, so, but this is the thing. It's, yeah, anything above commander. So that's your supers, your inspectors. Oh, sorry, no. Your commander, your assistant, commissioner, deputy commissioner and chief commissioner. Um, they need to go. They all need to go. Um, yeah, so it, it, it's the thing. Once you get to that rank, it's a politicised appointment. Um, we've seen it with um, whoever the commission is now. Uh, you know, they're, they're not standing up to the regime. They're not standing up to anything. Uh, they're just essentially doing, uh, you know, what they're told to do, which is, you know, it does bring that question is that, you know, their, their motto is uphold the right. As I've asked, what right are they upholding? You know, the, the right for a um, militarised arm of the state to run roughshod over everyone. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's the thing is that, yeah, it, nothing's going to change in, in this regime and I doubt that if, um, you know, a, a Liberal Party is able to form government uh, come November, I don't think that they're going to do anything about it. So, yeah, it's something needs to be done and essentially the, the only way it's going to come is from the people on the ground, the people, um, you know, that, that are out there. And it's the thing is that if you, the... Um, what is it, Peel's principles for, for policing, uh, that they only have uh, their ability to do, I'm paraphrasing it, based on, on this social licence. I, I think after the last two years and their enforcement, heavy-handed enforcement of uh, the um, chief health officer's orders and directions and, and all that sort of bullshit, uh, what they've done over the last two years, they've, they've just lost their social licence. Um, I, I, you know... Yeah, I, it, it's it's one of those things is that how can they justify it? Um, and it's, you know, it, it's something that, as I said, prior to the last two years, would have backed the blue in a heartbeat um, and, and all that sort of stuff. But over the last two years, no. Nah. Um, and I will admit, uh, which... You know, I, I did consider myself very politically aware, um, you know, for prior to the last two years. Uh, but the last two years have opened my eyes up a lot more. And, yeah, it, it, it's a thing. Um, you know, they they shouldn't exist in their uh, revenue raising and everything like that role that they're in. Uh, that needs to be taken off them. Uh, so many... The whole um, license and regulation division uh, needs to be disbanded, um, and you know, 
and coming from the my anarchistic uh, point of view or free market anarchist or whatever you want to call it is that farm it out like licensing regulation what what exactly are they doing that they need a sworn officer for if there's nothing that they're doing that needs a sworn operational officer so I'm talking about one who wears the bang bang thing on his on his hips and all that sort of stuff or her hip um, for that so if there isn't anything that they need um, actually you know what even if there is change the fucking legislation change the laws um, you know so Get going to, to weapons licensing for a start because that's one of the main things that, that LRD do um, and then even down to security guards and, and all that sort of stuff. So you have a look at weapons licensing. To have a weapons license, you need to be a member of a registered um, firearms club organisation, whatever you want to call them. A um, couple of big names jump out that most people may or may not be aware of but you know you're going to join one of them. Why can't they be the ones that are responsible for licensing and then deciding, hey, yes, you're a fit and proper person, all that sort of stuff. Um, same as security guards. Uh, if you want to be a um, company, like a, a security company with um, armed security guards, you've got to be a member of one of the pointless industry groups that do nothing uh, and all that sort of stuff. So, you, you you know, you have to maintain that to maintain your, your licence. So why can't they do it? Why why is there double handling? So you've got to join this but then you've also got to do that and then you've got to hand over money for this. And then, you know, the, these annual renewal fees, it's why? You know, I you know, you've decided like driving a car, you know, yep. You passed your licence when you were, what, 18, 19 and then you've got to pay a, you know, an annual tax to drive, continue driving a car. Um, sometimes you can prepay it for quite a few years so you get a five-year licence or a ten-year licence but, hey, you're still paying it. Essentially it's a tax uh, for you driving a vehicle. Whether you drive a vehicle, you know, one kilometre, whether you don't drive at all that year or whether you drive, you know, a thousand kilometres a night, or a hundred kilometres a night, or two hundred kilometres, or whatever it is that you drive, you know, you're still paying for that. You're paying that tax every year, and and this is the thing. It, it yeah, it. So going back to Victoria Police needs to be disbanded um, for that. So and and this is the thing that the media is not looking at. And why why aren't they looking at it? Uh, we've seen. Oh, what was it? Hang on. Uh, there was a thing in the Daily Mail. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, there you go. Um, about December 2020, um, someone burnt down uh, or set fire to a home in Point Cook uh, that killed three people. Now, this person uh, was originally charged with three counts of murder though they were able to struck a deal with the prosecution and plead guilty to the lesser charge of arson causing death. Now, it's, it's, you know, no, I, I, I don't think that's good enough. It is, yeah, I mean, it, it should be outright, you know, fucking murder. Um, so, you know, there's, there's something wrong. In 
this state where, I mean, you have a look at that and yet we've still got these people that are um, locked up and, and going to court for sharing Facebook posts. Um, does it say what they're going to get? The court heard... No, 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 no. be arraigned later this month before a pre-sentencing hearing. Um, yeah, it doesn't say, so we'll have to wait and see. But still, um, you know, th- there's that big um, arrest of that uh, person sharing a Facebook post and now they're being charged with incitement and who knows what else uh, for that and yet, you know, this is downgraded to a lesser charge of arson causing death. Um, no. Uh, you know, what What do you think is going to happen if you burn down someone's house? Do you think that there's not going to be someone in there? Um, but, yeah, it's... Uh, when, when... Did they say when they did it? Uh, 3.40 in the morning. So at 3.40 in the morning... They uh, lit this person lit fire to a mattress, um, and killed three people. Uh, so I, it's it's oh, anyway one of those things that, that just baffles you um and it shows you the, the state of things in victoria where uh the you know the, the police ignore the corruption going on in the government they ignore the corruption within their own ranks uh and yet you know something like this i mean like really what do you think is going to happen if you set fire to a mattress in a house at three forty in the morning oh no oh at, you know didn't realize someone was there well bad luck i mean yeah, it's – anyway, um, not going to rant on that one because, yeah, I, I think it is uh, very concerning that they were able to uh, plea bargain it down and um, get – you know, have it accepted. So, you know, honestly, if this needs a judge to sign off on it, I think that the judge turns around and, and um, disregards it and says, no, this person needs to go to court. Um, you know, this person claimed that they're unaware the family was upstairs when she lit the fire. Um, no, I, yeah. I, I, I don't think that, yeah, it, it's, and, and let, let's face it here. Um, yeah, it just shows you the disregard that the regime has for human life. Um, remember, we got locked down for two years to save lives, and yet here's someone that took three, and all they get is pled down to a lesser charge of arson causing death. Um, so, anyway, as I said, not going to rant about that one too much more because I, I think it just comes down to the thing is that the whole system is broken. Uh, I don't think that it can be fixed and I think that the system just needs to 
um, just go away. Um, let us look after ourselves and, and, and you know, keep, keep out of our lives. Get the government out of our life. Let us look after our own problems. Give us our private property rights and everything like that and the ability to protect those private property rights and, you know, let us all be the responsible adults that, that we are. So, um, yes, I know some are more responsible than others, but still, hey, at least everyone's got the freedom to do what they want with their own private property. So, anyway, moving on to the other thing, uh, the next one, uh, mandates. Now, as we've seen, uh, the Andrews regime has, or, sorry, Supreme Leader Andrews, extended the pandemic declaration uh, the other week uh, for another three months. So it goes till October, which I believe is in their caretaker period uh, of the uh, Victorian state election uh, for that. So it's going to be the thing. And now people are concerned that are the mandates going to come back? Um, I, if I was the, the, the voting public out there or even any uh, member of the public, I'd be... You know, forget the mandates. I'd be more concerned about being classed as a non-essential worker and being told to stay home for two weeks or three weeks or however long it takes. Um, so, yeah, it's... Oh, golly. Um, a bit of a cough there. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, it's the thing that... Remember, this has come from a Labor Party uh, a Labor Premier has decided that a whole group of employees who are potential Labor, you know, potential union members were not essential. Though if you have a look at when they've been asked why they haven't uh, brought down, brought back the mask mandates and staying at home mandates and all that sort of bullshit, uh, they've turned around and said that they're going to ignore the Chief Health Officer's advice but they're doing it in consultation with... Um, industry, some other this and, and all these other stakeholders, which is a very World Economic Forum term uh, for that. So if you read between the lines, what it means is that they don't want to piss people off in an election year because we're only a couple of months away now and that any lockdown or any new mandates when people think that they've got their freedoms back is going to hurt them in the polls. Um, I really do... Uh, think that it does uh, hurt them in the poll, though as we've got an incompetent opposition uh, being a Matthew Guy-led Liberal Party, I don't think that there's much chance of hurting him in the polls. Um, the only chance is that, hey, man, we get, you know, a whole heap of people to run as candidates for, where is it, Mulgrave, uh, and he loses it because the preference deals and, and all that sort of stuff. So um, we'll see. Uh, where are we? Is that it there? Um, Yeah, it's uh, uh, Health Minister Marianne Thomas confirmed she rejected advice from mask mandate from the state's acting CHO, Professor Brett Cowie. Um, so, yeah, it's, 
it, it, I think it, it's one of those things is that, yeah, we know it's not going to happen in an election year. If you did, I think it would be essentially political suicide. Um, though then again, he's probably that arrogant to think that he'll get away with it. Uh, and you know what? Um, with with how things are going and how incompetent uh, the Victorian opposition is, he may just well get away with it. Uh, so, yeah, it's... I, I don't think that's going to come along. Um, but you know what? We do need to remember that uh, he was the one that locked us down um, and and all that sort of stuff. Now, I want to find that thing on um, that, that vegan activist. Oh, there we go. There it is. I already had it bookmarked. I didn't have to look for it again. Anyway. Um, what's her name? Uh, Tash Peterson. Now, for those who came in late, uh, she's, they call her controversial. I think she has potential screw loose uh, or um, other serious problems that are causing her to do the stuff that she does. Now, just hang on a tick. Uh, so, sorry, um, Ms. Peterson. Oh, Ms. Peterson. Um <laughs> Sorry, I'm having flashbacks of um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off there. Uh, she's the one that goes around and um, protested all these places, topless and painted like a cow and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, I I think she has serious problems um, that... She's seeking attention and um, my concern is is that the more attention she gets uh, due to, uh, you know, things like this in the Daily Mail and, and those in the uh, vegan community um, worshipping her and all that sort of stuff, uh, the more extreme she's going to get uh, for, for that. So it is, it is something that – and – She's a shock influencer. What is an influencer? Like, has she been able to influence people to go vegan? Um, So, anyway, um, but this is the thing. Yes, you know what? I've been vegan for quite a few years. Um, I'm over it. I think that the vegan community has uh, wasted their opportunities and they've allowed their their message to be... uh, uh, co-opted by um, uh, Marxist regimes and those with uh, hidden agendas. So they've gone from uh, being something that, you know, had the potential to to change, the, not effectively change the world to a little subgroup of the population that just have no idea and they're offended by everything and they're upset by everything and then everything's this and everything's because of the patriarchy and everything's because of misogyny and everything's because of this and if you don't support this, you're this and if you don't support that um, and, and all that. Now, yeah, I... I th- I th- yeah, it, it's gone. Um, and then unfortunately we have people like Ms. Peterson who uh, come out and do what she does. 
and gets the attention and because of what she's doing, her her stuff is only going to get worse because she needs to like, you know, she's yeah, she's appeared here once or she's been there once or twice, whatever. And then it's not shocking anymore and it's not controversial anymore and you think, oh, bad luck, you've, you've done that before. So then, um, yeah, it's, it's the thing and I hope that she gets the help or the support of a, um, a, a peer group that genuinely do care for her and not just the appearances in social media and the rush of endorphins and all that sort of stuff because, oh, my God, look, it's being shared by all these people and I've got all these likes um, and, and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I, I do hope that – I'm not going to say that she sees the error in her ways but I hope she matures uh, and understands that – what she's doing is doing more harm to the movement and the message than good and that she uh, acts like that are likely to uh, put up bigger barriers to people understanding um, veganism and giving uh, other animals, you know, um, uh, equal consideration. So, yeah, it, it's just yeah, it, it's something that I yeah, she needs to to pay a bit more attention to what she's doing and think about the um, cost benefit or cost benefit analysis of what she does and get a, a genuine return on investment <coughs> for that. Um, so yeah. It's yeah. We'll just have to wait and see. And I can't. I don't know what she's going to be doing here. She's going to be. She's moved to Melbourne from Perth, so she's going to have to make some some noise out here, uh, and and all that sort of stuff. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, it's it's a thing. Unless the the unless she stops appearing in these um, uh, legacy media places uh, I think that what she's doing is only going to get worse and worse and she may end up getting injured or someone else may be end up getting injured or, or something like that because of what she's doing because the stunts are just going to keep getting worse uh, for that so anyway folks I might end it there um, as you can hear my voice is starting to get a bit crackly uh, and yeah I don't want to end up having another coughing fit that I've, I've been having lately uh, if I start talking for too long so Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, if I can make it to another one tomorrow, I will do another one. So um, until then, as I said, thanks for listening. Uh, I look forward to having oops, these, these out on a more regular basis uh, and all that. So this is it. Thanks for listening and, and bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Fifth Estate, the news behind the headlines. Until the next episode of The Fifth Estate releases, we'd love for you to leave a review wherever you go to for quality podcasts. And we'll keep holding those in power in check.